Hello and welcome back to the first and ten podcast. We are here. There's one game already in in the back pocket under the belt. Something like that. One of those things. Um, I'm your host Ross, and with me as ever is Dave. Hi, you're right. Yeah, good mate. I'm confused. Is it in the pocket under the belt? What is it? Um, I'm not quite sure what you're even trying to say. Here, so, um, <laughs> one yeah. game has happened in the yeah. NFL. The season is underway. Under, We've, belt, um, under... under the, I think it's under the belt, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Chiefs beat the Texans anyway. The Chiefs won 34 <laughs> 20. That you happened can, Thursday. You can, you can tell we've had no preseason. We're not uh, <laughs> not match ready yet. We are rusty as hell. Um, but yeah, that happened Thursday night. Um, let's just get straight into it. We'll, we'll review that game and then we're going to do some quick fire previews of all the other games happening um, Sunday, late Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So Chiefs 34, Texans 20 went about roughly as I'd imagined it would do, really, to be honest. Yeah, it was um yeah, it's a pretty decent opening. It wasn't great. I don't, yeah, nothing too surprising. I think uh hmm. I think you could sort of tell that the Chiefs were a team that were pretty unchanged from a year ago. Um yep. every team has some turnover, it's never gonna be twenty two out of twenty two. But I think they were some like eighteen starters carried over, which is a lot and you could tell the Texans hmm. were a team that are quite different from that what they were a year ago. So Yeah. I think that I think that's gonna be sort of a sign of things to come in the early part of the season. I think these teams that sort of get having a lot of continuity, not too much turnover, are going to probably excel early on. And I think these teams, maybe with rookie quarterbacks or sort of younger yeah. players in there, I think they might take a little bit of time to get going. Yeah, definitely. On the, the Texan side, uh, Will Fuller looked good. Eight receptions, 112 yards on 10 targets. That's pretty good. He led the way by a, a mile, really. Um, yeah, it was someone's got to fill Hopkins' shoes, haven't they? Yeah, it's one of those weird games where I think his numbers probably look better than the actual game was. I never felt like he ever mm. really... Will Fuller's normally that sort of big threat, isn't he? And I don't think he ever yeah. it ever really felt like he was going to sort of do too much with it, you know? Like, a bit empty numbers in a lot of ways, I think. I don't know, but I think it's yeah. uh, interesting to see. I think Will Fuller's one of them players, especially early on this season, I'm interested to see how he copes because, to me, he feels like someone who's a excellent number two. Not necessarily yes. a number one, and yeah, they've got a bunch of them, haven't they? They've got a bunch of number twos, really. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I, I, they weren't terrible, but I do think probably they, I think there was more than fourteen points in it between them two teams. Really, I think Kansas yeah. were a lot better than Houston, but yeah, they were. Chiefs looked like the Chiefs, didn't they? Really, Clyde um, edwards Hilaire who's going to fill in that role yeah. as the running back really well. Yeah, but he, he was great. I thought they might ease him in, but there was no. Easy. 25 carries. Yeah, he was straight in. Every time he got the ball, he felt like he was going to do something with it. And Daryl Williams, every time he got the ball, it was probably going for two yards and he was falling over, basically. <laughs> it wasn't. Williams. Yeah, yeah that, that sort of run as uh, the Chiefs lead back didn't really last too long for him. No, that's it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the clear number one now. Um, if he can catch, he'll be the all-purpose back. Well, Drop two. Drop both his targets, didn't he? Well, weirdly for for uh, Edwards Allaire, that was like that was his thing <laughs> LSU mm. I think he set records as a pass catcher so when he adds that to it as well um yeah look out <laughs> yeah but yep yeah, as we as we predicted the, the Chiefs would win it was fairly comfortable and yeah it's interesting to see where the Texans go I think I think David Johnson looked all right I'm not I'm not a huge David Johnson guy but solid on his debut for them yeah and I think he sort of um I guess had that urgency that he maybe didn't have last year when he was out there. I think he sort of mm. sometimes people just need a change of scenery and maybe don't yeah. need that. I think, yeah, I think David Johnson's going to be fine. Um, 
he could easily get to a thousand yards if he stays healthy, but I don't think it's going to be crazy. I just don't think the Texans are going to be very good. I think they're a team that could really struggle this year. Yeah, it could be a fight between them and the Jags for yeah. who is the worst. I think they've got a bit more than the Jags, but yeah, they won't be far away. Let's get into our weekend picks then. Um, we're going to go by the Yahoo uh, list of games, which is completely different to the NFL.com list of games. So we're going to start with uh, Seattle at Atlanta. Dave, um, this Atlanta team looks primed to score lots and lots of points this year. Yeah. Um, so I'll, there's not a preview that doesn't mention that Atlanta have a team full of uh, starters full of first round picks is there so yeah every position filled with a first rounder but it doesn't always necessarily mean too much but uh, they're such a weird team at Lancet. I don't really mm. feel any differently than I have about the last five seasons about them. <laughs> just the same team aren't they yeah Gurley's there now yeah and, I mean is he gonna be that much better than Devontae Freeman was I'm not <laughs> sure um I mean a healthy Gurley obviously is better but I yeah. liked Freeman and I'm not sure Gurley is ever going to be or talk early again, but yeah, again, maybe cut that bit of what David Johnson has on a change of scenery might sort of help him and that. But yeah, I'm not that excited about Atlanta. I think they're the other two teams in that division. Well, obviously the Panthers, yeah. as well, but the other two other ones are really looking for. They feel like a level or two below those other two, don't they? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, um, I'm, obviously I want to see Seattle win and see Russell do his thing, but I want to see how Jamal Adams and th- that new rebuilt secondary handles um, Atlanta's wide receivers. I think it could be a good matchup. Yeah, I think that's definitely like the matchup to look out for here, isn't it? I think it's the key one. Atlanta's obviously going to be good in the passing game. They've got Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley, and whoever else they throw out there. Yeah, Hayden Hurst is going to be good for them I think so yeah it'll be interesting to see how Seattle do with that it's just hard with Seattle isn't it I think so often you can have these weird early season results can't you where yeah. probably should win and maybe don't we'll turn be, up we'll beat the Bengals by one point at the start yeah. of the first game yeah. it, it feels just like what the Seahawks do doesn't it so yeah we'll be slow but I'm picking them to win I mean I'm going for Atlanta just it's in Atlanta I think they used to pipe in crowd noise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing new for them. <laughs> on that, why aren't they just doing what they're doing on like football here and just doing it for TV? Why do they actually need to pipe it into the stadium? I don't understand it. Yeah, but, I don't know. Um, Are they allowed to do different levels? Because obviously, like Seattle and Kansas yeah. is louder than other places. Can they turn it up louder? <laughs> yeah, I honestly have no idea what the point <laughs> of that is. But yeah, yeah, I'm going for Atlanta. I don't feel confident about it, and it's more just sort of what Seattle do. I think Seattle are a much better team, but I just think yeah it's sort of game yeah sort of game set or lose and then they'll come out and beat the 49ers next week or something i don't think they're actually (laughs) playing but just uh just an example though they'll beat the best team in the league or whatever next week won't they it's just what's yeah that's what we do let's move on then buffalo bills uh taking on the new york jets it's in buffalo buffalo by far the strongest team aren't they yeah um again i I don't hate the jets and a lot of other people are more down on the jets than i am Mm. but sort of Train the way Adams doesn't actually give you too much confidence. They lost Mosley, of course. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be a struggle for the Jets. But I, I really want Sam Darnold to succeed. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I like him as a quarterback. I like yeah, the way he plays. Yeah, I think he's it's hard for him. Until Gaze is gone, I don't really know. But, I mean, left <laughs> bell looks in good shape. <laughs> um, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this it, is all Buffalo, isn't this one, I think. I don't think there's any way a Buffalo can lose this, really. 
Josh Allen turns the ball over a few times, well, but I mean, yeah. who's picking off them passes <laughs> for the Jets? You know, that's like I don't know who it is that is really troubling them. But yeah, it's going to be all on Bradley McDougald. I think that's it. It would have to be a really bad game for Buffalo to lose. As I think, I don't. Yeah, I don't think the Jets are going to come out and win it. I think it would have to be one of them games that Buffalo loses. Just totally blow it. Yeah, I think that's an easy one. That's my both picking Buffalo. Though. Yeah, Buffalo for me. I think the next one's relatively easy for me. It's the Chicago travelling to Detroit. Um, everyone seems to be healthy for the Lions. Kenny Golladay's out. Yeah, that's a bit of a or problem. Doubtful, but then, yeah, but then Marvin Jones is one of the most underrated receivers in the entire league. Yeah. I, I, I think they've got some good pass catches to make up yeah. for, haven't they? And they've got a host of running backs now. Had an AP along with uh, Swift and Johnson and all the other guys they've got there. Yeah, I mean, from a fantasy point of view, signing Peterson is just dreadful. Lots of people yep. like Swift, lots of sort of Kieran Johnson picking up quite late and maybe getting something out of him there, but adding yep. AP is just a disaster for that. But I've no idea who'd start now, so I'm just not starting any of them yeah. apart from Stafford, basically. It, yeah, it feels that way. Stafford and the pass <laughs> catchers, you can get away with Hawkinson. And, I think Hawkinson's yeah. one. I think lots of good reports about him all off-season and how he's mm. been sort of terrorising that Detroit uh defensive side but uh, yeah it's it's a weird one um it's any, a tough any faith in chicago I, I i actually do i actually think trubisky can be serviceable i don't think he's good i just think they need to let him run the ball more and let him yeah. just do what he did when they went to the playoffs a few years ago they didn't do anything too crazy with him just let him run the ball and sort of build they around to that. try and make him a different quarterback last year yeah. it just didn't work did it let them be yeah, let them be that running kind of high offense, um, high tempo offense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just do that, and yeah, don't ask him to do stuff he can't do. <laughs> which is, I think, what Matt Neger was really guilty of last year. I don't think he did a very good job at all, and he outcoached himself. I think a lot of the time. Yeah, I think sometimes what Sean Payton can do, can't it? And just yeah. trying too hard. Just keep it simple. You don't need to do anything crazy. Mm. You've got still got a good defense there. You've got some playmakers on offense. You've got Alan Robinson. You've got Tarek Cohen. He can always sort of do something yeah. in a game. David Montgomery that says he's going to be healthy for this, and I'm not the biggest fan of his, but I think he can sort of churn some yards out. Yeah, yeah. just don't do anything too crazy. And I mean, throw to your 75 tight ends, maybe, or whatever <laughs> you want to do. But yeah, just keep it yeah. simple. Yeah, see Jimmy Graham bursting up the field. Um, I'm picking the Lions. Yeah, I'm picking the Lions, but I don't really feel strongly either way on this. I think. I think both teams are going to be okay this season, but not great. I think they're both sort of middle-of-the-road teams. Yeah, it's a coin flip game, really. Yeah, there's not... I yeah, I don't really like either of them that much this year, to be <laughs> honest. It's, uh, but I, I do think Matt Stafford could have a big year. That is uh, one thing. I do think Stafford could yes. be in for a really good season this year. He's got a good bunch of pass catches, and I think he's just a good player. So, yeah, yeah. Stafford, good. Detroit is overall not good. Yep, agreed. Um, <laughs> Green Bay at Minnesota. This is a tough one. Yeah, I think I think Green Bay, a lot of people have been sort of down on Green Bay this offseason. Obviously, they didn't have mm. a good draft and didn't do a lot in free agency. But I don't think the Vikings have had a great offseason either. I don't no. think they've really done that much to improve. I think, I mean... They've lost some playmakers. Yeah, they've lost Stefan Diggs. Adam Phelan is... Sort of everything in the past game now. Obviously, they're hoping like Irv Smith can step up at tight end and some of these yeah. younger receivers they've got. But I mean, Adam Feeden suffered with injuries last year, didn't he? And yeah, I, I would worry about that if I'm a Vikings fan. That 
to me, it feels thin. It doesn't feel like there's a lot there. Dalvin Cook's obviously got this sort of contract issue hanging over him, and uh, it's yeah, just... this, this whole franchise feels like they're on the, the they're teetering on the edge here. This could all it can go one way or another. Yeah, and I don't think people have really been talking about the Vikings that much with it. Where Green Bay feel like all off season it's been, yeah, sort of constantly how they've been bad, this had a bad off season. But yeah, I don't feel like the Vikings are being any better. But and, and I'd probably take when it boils down to it, I'd just take Rogers over Cousins. I think for this one, I uh... exactly. Yeah, I'm picking Green Bay because Rogers and Adams I think are better than Cousins and um, Thielen. Yeah, literally that. I think both teams have got pretty good defenses and sort yeah. of going to be fine. But yeah, I think Aaron when it, Brown's all right. Yeah, I think yeah, I just think that Green Bay have just got that little bit more of a spark, really, and that's why I give them the edge here. Yeah, uh, let's move on then to the Miami Dolphins traveling to New England, the new New England Patriots. Yeah. Cam Newton at quarterback, um, exciting Miami team. Are we going to see two or is Fitz Fitz starting? Uh, Fitz is starting, isn't he? But <laughs> I mean, with Fitz, how long is that going to be? Um, <laughs> I do think that ideally they would want to hold Tua out for a good half the season, but yeah, I just can't see it, to be honest. But no fans really at the stadium. I don't know if Miami are one of the teams that have got a few fans there. It's Florida, isn't it? So probably mm. got a full stadium. But um, yeah, there's no fans to really be calling for it. I think that's sort of where the pressure really builds, isn't it? When the fans yes, are sort of booing definitely. Fitzpatrick or something. But uh, yeah, I mean... Up against New England, whose secondary is sort of the one strength on defense, it's not uh, a good recipe for Fitzpatrick to have a great game, is it? But no, if you drafted Devontae Parker quite high, don't play him this week because Stefan Gilmore's going to follow him absolutely everywhere. I think. Yeah, it's um, the one thing I'll say for Miami. I think New England isn't going to stop a run all season. I think <laughs> any running back that comes in, just book him in for one fifty and a couple of touchdowns because I mean there's nothing really up front. So they've got some good ones, man. As well, Jordan Howard is a good pounder, especially in the goal line. And Matt Breeder was he the quickest running back in the league last year? Wasn't he? Didn't he have the quickest run? Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. underrated that, running attack. Yeah. Definitely. And I think yeah, up against New England, that's uh, if Miami can do that, then I mean you can sort of control the game a bit if you can run the ball at will, which mm. I'm worried that they will be able to. So. Yeah, I think this is going to be a tight game. I do think it's going to be a tight game. I don't think either defence is going to be great. I think both offences will be fine overall. Um, England's running attack. What? How's that looking? Who's? Is it selling Michelle's time or is he injured? Well, Damien Harris is he's out. Still, he's still sort of coming back. Yeah, Harris is on IR. I think weirdly, this is a game. If you're looking for a bit of a deep sleeper in fantasy or you're playing any of the daily games, then uh, Rex Burkhead yeah. could weirdly get a lot of touch in this one. It's yeah. sort of him and James White are going to be the backfield and I mean, they don't give White that many just and out carries. He's going to touch the ball a lot through the passing game, but he's not going to get loads of carries. So, yeah, I think Rex Burkhead is a sneaky pick to maybe get a touchdown or two and maybe get down the end of the goal line. And obviously with Cam there, it's um, it opens up the run game. It opens yeah. up a lot, yeah. Yeah, if you're looking, I know it's quite early on the season to be looking for someone that deep, but, yeah, I think Rex Burkhead's a, a sneaky pick this week to get a couple of touchdowns maybe. Yeah, if you went zero running backs in your draft, then yeah, why not? Yeah, 100%. Worth it. Um, I'm going New England because they're just at home and there's, uh, Cam Newton's better than Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I'm going New England. I think probably need a turnover or two for this, for yeah. it. But um, yeah, I think New England will wedge it. I think it'll be close-ish though. A pretty high-scoring close-ish game. But mm. yeah, New England win in the yeah. end. That uh, let's move on to the Eagles traveling to uh, Washington to play the Washington football team. I'm hovering over that Washington button and I don't know why. I mean, I just 
don't see it for this Washington Washington team. I think the defense will be fine. I think they'll be pretty good. I think maybe a little overrated, but I think they'll be pretty good still. But I mean that offense is just and I like Haskins, but that offensive line is really not good at all. And I think they're just gonna get I think they're just gonna get hit time after time all season Haskins. I think it's gonna have no time to throw. I don't think the run game's gonna offer much there. Um yeah. Got, um, Antonio Gibson, he's had like 33 carries in his whole co- college career and he looks like he's going to be the one to come out of this as a uh, sort of lead back. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, there's there's just too many question marks for me in that Washington offence, really. And I'd say I like Haskins, but uh, I mean, is he even going to have time to get it's it to McLaurin? McLaurin, it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really hard. And I think the Eagles are going to be fine. Um, but... There seems to yeah. be a bit of discontent in Philadelphia, especially from Zach Ertz. He doesn't feel like he's apparently wanted by the franchise, which is a, a odd thing. Well, he's kind of arguably their number one receiver. Yeah, he, I think they like reduced the contract they'd offered him or something on those sort of lines where <laughs> yeah, they had offered a contract and then lowered the number or, or something. Well, I don't know if he actually sort of officially got to offering or whatever, but however it worked anyway. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not the greatest thing to have going into the start of the season, but. Mm. Especially when there's such money around and stuff, just I mean, why are you pissing off? But I do think, like, I'm not the biggest Zach Ertz fan. I, I like, I think he's a good tight end, but I'm yeah. not sure. Like, I think often he gets grouped with those sort of top two, Kittle, yeah, where I think he's a lot closer to the other tight ends than he is uh, those two. Yeah. But yeah, not to say he's a bad player or anything, but I just think sometimes he gets, yeah, he's he's a tier below them for me. But yeah. Mm-hmm. He, as you say, he is their number one option, and yeah, it's a weird, weird, a really constructed team. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go Philly. I think yeah, Carson Wentz needs it at that season. I think, and this is the, a good a place to start as any. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I think I think they'll be fine. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna win the division. I think they'll sort of push Dallas sort of into the final few yeah. weeks. But yeah, I, I think I think they'll be fine, and obviously it helps playing Washington and uh, the Giants twice. But yeah. yeah, I think they'll be a wild card team when it all boils down to it. But yeah, not again, not a team I'm particularly sort of excited about seeing. No, there's six point favourites in this one. Yeah. Um Las Vegas travel to Carolina. It's weird, Las Vegas. Um yeah. I don't think I'm gonna pick Carolina any single game this season. Yeah, they feel like that sort of team. I'm I'm not a Bridgewater fan. Um no, I don't know. the the I'm only sure thing the only thing that I'd say for Bridgewater in this is that he's going to be good at dumping the ball off to McCaffrey. So <laughs> if you're if you've got McCaffrey in fancy or you're a McCaffrey fan just in general, then I mean probably good news for McCaffrey that Bridgewater's yeah, come in. But, but yeah, if you're a DJ Moore fan or a Curtis Samuel fan, then I'm less convinced that Teddy Bridgewater. I think is good Samuel move. may be more of an impact player than DJ Moore just because yeah. of playing in the slot and catching those underneath balls. Yeah, I. I I I would well, I was very against sort of even in free agency being the team that signed Teddy Bridgewater and I mean, yeah. nothing's really changed to me. I don't. He's very unexciting. He's not <laughs> great. I mean, he was unbeaten with the Saints, wasn't he, when he came in for Breeze last year? But I mean, that yeah. defense played lights out. I think he had something like it was like six yards per attempt or something like that, which Jeez. is just like woeful. Yes, yeah. he's just oh, yeah, it's not exactly inspiring, but. I mean, it's going to be another year of um, Christian McCaffrey, basically, isn't it? There's not really a lot else to this Carolina team. Obviously, they had a heavy defensive draft, and there's some exciting players they got there. But 
Yeah, this is going to be on the field an awful lot. Yeah, this is this is rebuild year, and lots of people talk uh, spoken about Matt Rule and coming in and how he changed these college sort of teams and turned college teams around. But I mean, often it took him, or both times he did it, it took him a good year to sort of get his players in, and I think it's going to be the same situation here. I think this this is almost a a write off year if you're a Panthers fan, and that's hard to do in the NFL because you know. There's only 16 games and they're all valuable. Like, yeah. but yeah, this is uh, this Carolina team is not good. I think the only thing that keeps them out of the number one pick is Jacksonville being so <laughs> bad. But. Yeah, I think you're right. And Vegas are just solid, aren't they? They've got a solid roster, I think. Yeah, and I think people sleep on Derek Carr a little. I don't think he's a superstar, but I do think he's a perfectly fine middle of the road quarterback. I don't think he's any worse yep. than like your Kirk Cousins of the world and them sort of players that. I mean, they're if not. He's got receivers. He's a good quarterback. I yeah, think he's exactly. got some receivers. Yeah, and a quarterback that can just play to level around them, yeah. I think, often get underrated because, I mean, he's not going to be a quarterback that kills you. And I think sometimes that's all you need. And yeah, I think yeah. they're going to be a solid enough team. They're in a tough yeah, division, Jason, but yeah, yeah they I think they should win this game easily. Yeah, I'm picking Vegas. Um, the next one <laughs> is the most easy pick of the week. Is the Colts traveling to Jacksonville? Yeah. Any any way the Jags can win this game? Um, I mean, Phil Rivers isn't exactly been solid over the last couple of years, so maybe some weird stuff happens. But that's it is basically puncher's chance, isn't it? I think yeah, it's just a weird you know kick returns and pick sixes and things like that, fumbles and if Col- yeah. if the Colts just play a solid game, and I I just don't think that um, they'll be allowed to play anything but just a solid game I think yeah that Colts defense is is ferocious in certain parts of it and they're going to get after Minshew and he's going to have no time yeah I think it's uh, I don't hold out much hope for Minshew this season to be honest Um, as a fantasy quarterback I think he'll be fine I think he can get a bit of what Bortles had all that time where they were bad but he was sort of yeah playing catch up but yeah it'll take something really weird here I think for the Colts to lose this and yeah, yeah I just think with the coaching in there I just don't think that they'll allow that to happen no it's two franchises at the opposite end of the spectrum really the, the Colts yeah. have gone through that rebuild and they're kind of halfway back yeah definitely Jacksonville starting again um, let's move on then Cleveland take on the Ravens the Ravens I'm picking obviously the Cleveland Browns are the secondary is absolutely battered um, at the minute and most of their starters are injured that's not good news no, and um, yeah, I mean, even fully healthy, the Browns would probably struggle here um, at the Ravens. The Ravens look so good this year. <sighs> it could be a good offensive game. It could yeah, be a lot of points. yeah. I don't think this is one that you can completely write clean. I think they've got like where the Jacksonville game before you said they have to have some weird stuff happen. I think yeah. there is a route that Cleveland win this. Their offense has improved drastically, maybe in the off season, and they come out firing. They've got all the pieces there to do that. But, yeah, I, I love this Ravens team, so it's hard to pick against them for me. I don't know how you stop them, really. No. Especially when they're secondary. Yeah, it feels like when they pick your poison, really, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the, and even if the offense isn't firing, that defense looks like a game winner as well for Baltimore. Mm. So, yeah, I think they've just got so many ways to beat you. And I just don't think Cleveland have quite the strength to beat them. But I do like Cleveland this year. I do think they can be a good team. And I think they'll be... A playoff team when it, yeah. when it all comes down to it. 
It might, be, might, might see three teams from that division. Yeah, I, I, it really wouldn't surprise me if we get for all uh, well three plus uh, the Bengals. <laughs> well, speaking of the Bengals, they're up next. Uh, they're taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. It's in Cincinnati. Um, AJ Green is apparently healthy and ready to go. <clears throat> Joe Burrow under centre. Are you on board for the Chargers this year? Have you watched in Hard Knocks and have you got caught up in the hype for the Chargers or the Rams? I watched the first episode of Hard Knocks. I've got the other three to sort of catch up on and just haven't really. Yeah. It, I, I sort of got a bit Hard Knocks to help, really. I've uh, It's the same old thing each year, isn't it? I, don't get me wrong, I do like Hard Knocks. I will watch it, but I used to be one of these. That's, as soon as it's out, I'm watching it. Where now it's just, uh, oh, when I've got time, I'll watch it eventually, you know. But yeah, I can't get excited for another Tyrod Taylor hard knock. <sighs> yeah. Whole... <laughs> I had this one, he's at Cleveland. I can't. I don't care now he's at Chargers. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard for the Chargers because they've got so many pieces, but the quarterback is the big question there, isn't it? And, I mean, how long till Herbert gets in? I think, I think Herbert will mm. be good when he does. But, um, yeah, I mean... And the Bengals, I'm excited to see the Bengals. I'm excited to see what yeah, that offense will be. Yeah, they've got all the pieces. If Adrian Green is fit, that gives them a legitimate... They've got the dual threat there with Mixon, if he's back to what he was like at the end of last year, plus Green and Ross and all the other guys they've got there. They're going to be exciting. But again, defensively, can they stop anyone? <laughs> that, that is the big issue. I think they're going to be one of them teams that's sort of fun to watch and there's a lot of sort of hope going into next season and the season after. But I think this year is probably just a bit too soon for them. But... Yeah, I think offensively, I think they're going to be exciting. I think they're going to put up some points. And I do think that will mean that they will have some upsets somewhere just because, I mean, if you keep scoring points, then you will beat some teams. So I think they're a team that will upset a few teams along the line. But, I mean, for me, I think the Chargers win this one. But, yeah, I am excited to see this. I'm quite glad it's one of the later games on Red Zone. Yeah, there's nine games at six o'clock. Yeah. I mean, three at nine. I mean, I'm sure they know why they do it but I don't yeah I don't get why they don't just bump one or two of them back have sort of five games in the evening slot but yeah make red zone <sighs> relevant from, from yeah. Michael onwards yeah I mean there's a good uh, couple of games coming up after in fairness but mm. yeah this one I am excited to see and hopefully yeah, it gets to see a lot of Burrow I'm gonna go Bengals this week I think they can catch the Chargers cold there's no Derwin James now for the season out for the season as well so yeah a big loss so I'm going Chargers but yeah I I I don't think it will surprise me any time if the Bengals have an upset this season. But yeah, I'm going Chargers just because I think all round they've probably got a better team. But yeah, I think I think the Bengals definitely have a chance. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm not sure which, which one of the next two games is on Sky, but they're both absolute massive games. The, It'll be this one. Baby, <laughs> to travel to the Saints. Yeah, Brady. Gronk, yeah. In New Orleans. It should be fun. It's going to be... I mean, if there's not 50 plus points scored in this, then this, this is a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, I'm going for my annual. I just don't. I'm just not buying the Saints again. <laughs> um, I, I mean, Drew Brees. Yeah, like they haven't improved really. And I know they've added Sanders, but I mean, he's 33 years old. Yeah. He had a big injury last year. I mean, does is he making a difference there? I'm. I mean, I'm not convinced. He's, no, he's, no, he's, he's, uh, he's dead. this year's Ted Ginn, isn't he? He'll catch yeah. a couple of touchdowns and he'll be all right. But yeah. He, it's all on Thomas and Kamara, basically. Yeah, again. and as I say, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be perfectly fine. But I mean, I just don't buy that Drew Brees can play sixteen games plus three or four in the playoffs. Yeah, and his arms going to hold up because he hasn't really shown signs that he can do that. And I think at home he'll be fine as he always is. But I think it's on the road that we'll really see it. But yeah, I I'm not buying Brees and the Saints this year. Sean Payton will outcoach himself as always and. For, like there'll be key downs, he'll take Breeze out, and 
put Hilly yeah. in for some reason. And yeah, I just, yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, the ball then, they've got another ancient quarterback um, in a new, new system with all the offensive talent he could ever want. Yeah. And like, Brady's obviously that bit older, but I do think last year his uh, play was a bit underrated. Obviously, I was watching every single game and it wasn't that he was necessarily playing badly or his arm had gone. It was more that he just didn't trust those, Rose, sorry, didn't trust those receivers where yes. I think this year he's going to be trusting. He's probably got five players, six players he can trust there, which is crazy when he had Julian Edelman basically a year ago and an offensive line that... <laughs> was basically just a turnstile letting people through so yeah I'm accepting good things from Brady this year I think uh, I think he's going to enjoy football a bit more than he perhaps has in the last couple of years and I think it's going to show in his play yeah I think Bruce is going to let him do whatever he wants yeah and I think <laughs> yeah I think that's sort of what he needs in these last sort of two three years whatever it is for him yeah and like Gronk I'm not sure you'd expect I'm not sure we should expect loads of numbers in terms of yardage but I think he's going to be up there and earn touchdowns. I think he's going to be that yeah. sort of player where he plays a lot. You know what Jason Witten was last year, but a little bit more than that. He can actually move still Gronk. I think Inside that year off... Inside the 20, off, he's deadly. What's that, sorry? Inside the 20, he's absolutely yeah, deadly. 100%. I think that sort of relationship with Brady will definitely pay off there. But yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay in this one. I think... Yeah, I mean, the Saints have a really bad start to the season for like six years in a row. I think they've lost... We're six mm. against a spread, six in a row in week one. So I don't know what the actual numbers bear out on that, but I know against a the spread they've uh, been bad. So that sort of shows that they've it's always played down. Favorite, this game as well. Yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay here. Um, I just have more faith in them. I think both defences are decent. I think Saints have probably got a slightly better defence, but Tampa Bay have got a defence sort of on the rise. And... Didn't Jameis put up 50 points on the Saints last year? <sighs> yeah, I mean, Jameis put up 50 on everyone, didn't he? So... <laughs> Probably a safe bet, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah I, I like this. I know Mike Evans is doubtful, but I think sort of ha- uh, Godwin, Howard, Gronk. I think there'll be enough there. Oh, yeah. The run, the running game. Who knows what that's going to be? But yeah, I, I, I like Tampa Bay this year. I think they're going to win this division. Yeah, I'm on board with you there. Let's move on then to the Niners uh, taking on the Cardinals. It's in San Francisco. I, I like the Cardinals this year. I don't think they're going to finish anything other than third in the division, but I think Kyler Murray could have a huge fantasy season. I think he could finish as the QB1 in fantasy, but San Francisco are a much stronger team. Got a much better defence. Yeah, I, I really like uh, San Francisco again. I think they're, for me, they're my pick from the NFC. Um, I mean, not that that's sort of any, it's like a real groundbreaking pick or anything, <laughs> but I do think they are probably the best team in the NFC. I mean, there's lots of contenders for that, but I just think, yeah. What's that, sorry? Rounded team, definitely. Yeah, I think, and I think that sort of goes a long way, and I love Shanahan. I just think this division is going to be good all round. I think, I think the Rams are probably going to be better than people think overall. I think, yeah, I think they're going to get back. And I mean, last year they had a bit of a disaster of a year, and they, if it was this year, they would have been the seventh seed anyway. So... I mean, I don't think it's out of the question that all four teams are in the running for the playoffs with sort of two, three weeks to go. I mean, they'll all be there or thereabouts. But yeah, I think the 49ers are probably just a bit better than the other three. But I think, yeah, I think the 49ers win this game. But yeah, I think I like all four teams this division. Yeah, it should be a fun, fun division to watch. 
it has been for a long time. They've had dips and peaks and troughs. But yeah, I think, like you say, all teams are good. I think the Rams will be better than I thought they would be. I'm picking the Niners this week. Like to beat the Cardinals. Yeah. I think I, I think uh, I think the Four Niners just got less question marks than the other teams. Is literally all it is. The difference. Yeah. I think I think all have got all are capable of winning lots and lots of games though. Yeah. Speaking of the Rams, they take on uh, the Dallas Cowboys in their shiny new stadium. Uh, Sunday night football. I'm going for the Cowboys though, Dave, because they've got no excuses this year. Absolutely no excuses. No. This this feels like one of their tougher games as well. When you look yeah. at their schedule, they are they've got a really soft schedule this year and yeah, kind of really easy division plus some quite easy out of division games as well yeah the the cowboys should be a real electric offense and i mean it might be that dak is a weird sort of shout for mvp this year just on pure numbers alone because yeah. it's almost hard to see them not putting up sort of 30 points almost every game isn't it with all the talent yeah. they've got on offense there it's hard to not see them just firing every single week. And I mean, there's questions on the defense a little bit, but I think they're okay. So, yeah, I, I, I like Dallas as a team. I think they, yeah, the schedule means that they could have a really good chance this year. Yeah, I'm picking Dallas this week. I like the Rams. I think they haven't really lost much with Gurley and Cooks going, but yeah, if, if Cup and Woods are still fit and it's Higby and Everett as well, they've got, they've got options there. The running backs are a bit. All a bit of a much of a muchness. I'm assuming Cam Akers makes that his own role, but we need to yeah. see that first. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of these where someone will emerge, but I think it's going to be a committee, isn't it? And I mean, maybe these are a team that can sign a running back down the line if things start sort of going well for them this season. You might see like a Freeman end up at the Rams, maybe. If, yeah. But yeah, the running game is going to be a bit hit and miss. It's not really a, from a fantasy point of view, it's not a a sort of a backfield that you're going to be picking loads of players from. Yeah, I don't want any part of that. Um, so we've got two games on Monday night, starting with the Steelers travelling to the Giants. So there's something about me wants to press that Giants button, and it's literally just Daniel Jones. I mean, he has so many weapons now. I mean, I'll, I want to uh, pick the Steelers button, mainly for Daniel Jones as well. Um <laughs> He turned the ball over about four times every game last year, and I think this Steelers defense is going to absolutely destroy him. I, yeah, I think he's just going to be on the ground every two minutes. Yeah, they haven't got any offensive line. The the, the left tackle they drafted is going to be in for a rough debut. I think yeah. TJ Watt rushing him over and over again. I mean, TJ Watt's my pick for defensive player of the year this year, and I think he uh, wasn't far off. Was he? No, he was definitely up there. And yeah, I think he can uh, rack up some numbers here and get that off to a good start. <laughs> Five sack. It's the first game of the season. Yeah. Yeah, Steelers, isn't it? Giants don't really stand a chance. They can't stop anyone. Yeah, and I mean seeing uh seeing the new coach there is gonna be interesting, seeing what weird things he does to get fired up. We're gonna see a lot of um, Mike Vrabel type stuff I think, on the sideline and just weird football guy moves that he just seems to enjoy showing everyone for some reason. <laughs> He's just trying to be that Belichick sort of copy, isn't he? And I mean, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't work out. For me, it's got quite a short shelf life there in uh, New York. I think he could be a one-and-done candidate for sure. Yeah, it's been a bit of a mess ever since um, Tom Coughlin's gone. It's been just lurching from one disaster to the next. Yeah. We'll see Steelers all around here. And finally then, it's the Tennessee Titans travelling to Mile High to take on the Denver Broncos. Uh, Broncos without Cortland Sutton, it seems now. Yeah, and Von Miller. It's uh, been a really bad week for 
Denver. Yeah. I mean, arguably the best two players on either side of the ball, or the best player on either side of the ball. Sorry, it's a uh, yeah, real bad for a team that a lot of people fancied, and now it's hard to really see it, isn't it? Without them two, who I don't think Sutton sounds too bad, but Von Miller's out for the whole season. Yeah, they've got Chubb back, but Chubb without Von Miller isn't the same. It, no, you need Perriman to be as good as Chubb. Yeah, and I think in Fangio's system in the second year, I think they will improve as a defence just in general. But, I mean, I think the Titans can just run this all game long over them and just grind out a win. I don't think it's going to be the most exciting game, that's for sure. But uh, I think- Yeah, I'm picking the Titans just because Eric Henry. I think he started the season well this year. And I still don't like Tannehill. I'm sorry, Dave, I know you're listening, but... Yeah. He's he's not the guy for me, and if you, your team doesn't trust him to win games in the playoffs, how far can you get with him? But I think they've got enough around him, and AJ Brown will do stuff when he gets the ball. Yeah, that's sort of how I feel about them. I think I think they'll win a lot, or not a lot of games. I think they'll be sort of eight and eight, nine and seven, maybe win that division. Who knows what it's going to be? But I think it'll be a lot of in spite of Tanner Hill rather than because of him. And I mean, it's not what you want from the player you just paid a lot of money to, is it? But I think you'll have the odd weeks where he explodes and everyone gets on the, the Tannehill train again. But yeah, it'll yeah. go back to the usual after that. Um, yeah, I'm picking Titans though this week. Yeah, if, if we'd done this a week ago, I think I'd probably pick Denver. But I mean, there's a lot of pressure on um, these younger players in on the offense to come in and sort of fire straight away in yeah. the passing game now. Without yeah, without Sutton, they sort of lose that bit of star power on the offense and. I mean, it'd be interesting how Melvin Gordon does there. I think he can have a good year, but yeah, yeah. I think the passing game is going to suffer a lot for not having Sutton. I think he's uh, an absolute superstar, Sutton. I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. And I think if he'd had a full season, I think we'd have uh, sort of, this would have been the year that people really started talking about that. I think he's an uh, excellent Sutton. So yeah, big, big loss for me for that. Yes, definitely. There we go then. That is our picks for week one. We, we obviously picked the Chiefs as well. Um, so we'll yeah. count on that as a win. Because um, we're not maniacs, didn't pick against the Chiefs. Um, but yes, we will be back on well, pretty much every day next week, basically, yeah. with some form of a show or another. There's going to be the weekend roundup. There's going to be uh, true or false shows on uh, middle of the week. We've got preview shows coming up for the weekend, and maybe a betting show and a fancy show and all sorts of other stuff. We'll be back yeah. almost every day. Yeah, looking forward to it. Pretty- so yeah, get involved. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at first and ten underscore. Uh, I am at Rossbow nineteen eighty four, and Dave is at DJG twenty three. Anything else, Dave? Before we go, uh, I think that's about it. So yeah, Channel Twelve's going well. I think this we've got a Packers one going up shortly. So that's yeah. I think nine for this week, nine episodes, which is uh, pretty great. Um, so yeah, give that a listen. And if you if you don't see your team there, then get in touch and start that podcast up. But yeah, other than that, just. Yeah, give us a follow and listen to all our shows and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, start of our third season. It's exciting. It's going to be yeah. a big one. Big one. Right, so we should be back next week then. So it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. See you next time.